This is Skip Hall welcoming you to Heart of the Athlete, brought to you by the Fellowship of Christian Athletes, featuring athletes, coaches, and sports personalities of the Treasure Valley. Well, good morning, folks, and welcome to the Heart of the Athlete, the local Fellowship of Christian Athletes radio show here on KBXL 94.1. My name is Ken Lewis. I'm the director for the Fellowship of Christian Athletes here in Idaho. And with me this morning, our guest co-host is our FCA board chair here in Idaho, uh, Coach Scott Stewart. Scott, it's great to have you on the air. Ken, thanks for having me. I'm excited to be here. Yeah, thanks for being on the... We're excited to... To, to have you here help interviewing our guest this morning. Our our guest this morning is Coach Kevin Thenis. Uh, Kevin, it's great to have you on the air. Oh, great. Thanks for having me. I know Appreciate we've it. been wanting to have you on the air for quite some time, and you've been busy teaching school. <laughs> so it's been hard to get these uh, uh, scheduled. So it's, it's a pleasure and a blessing from the Lord to have you. So, um, Well, folks, before we, we get going this morning and visit with Kevin, um, we want to thank our sponsors. And without them, we wouldn't be able to have uh, the show on the air. And, and we appreciate Mike Verdon, uh, Auto and RV Sales, their support not only of the show, but also the Fellowship of Christian Athletes. And Mike, former Boise State quarterback, and then he coached uh, football over there at Meridian High School. Right, Scott? He did in the past, and he's now the new current head football coach at Meridian High School. So excited to have him back. That's right. And when you were AD over there at Meridian, were you the one that hired Mike? I did have the opportunity to hire Mike the first time at Meridian High School and 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 get him, you know, started as the head coach there and had a great um, successful run the first time and really looking forward to this next yeah. opportunity he has. That's cool. Well, then, then your son, Kevin, right? Didn't he coach a little bit with Mike? Yes. He uh, spent uh, one year at Meridian as a JV uh, defensive backs coach. And when Mike moved to Florida, he went to Florida with Mike and coached at the high school there. And then when Mike moved from there to <laughs> Iowa to, to uh, the junior college, Ben followed him there. Wow. <laughs> so he spent uh, about four years, five years with uh, Mike coaching, wow. working with him. Wow, what a journey for your son and, yeah. and Mike. Well, we appreciate Mike's support. And folks, if you uh, have any, you're in the need a, a vehicle looking for an rv it's a great place to, to go and talk with those guys over there and talk with mike it's over there on fairview also uh, uh coach skip hall and uh, uh holland associates um anything that has to do with wealth management or trust or uh anything doing with uh, both personal and corporate accounts um they're just some incredible folks to to do to get advice and to to work with and and uh i know that coach hall's wife um has been in the hospital lately so we you know, we've been praying for them, but we appreciate Coach Hall and Hall, Associ- Hall and Associates' support of uh, Heart of Athlete, as well as uh, Jim's Well Drilling. If you got a piece of property on uh, that you need a well drilled, or you need uh, you have some questions about your current well, and and you need some help with that, um, Jim has an office both in McCall and Boise. A great man of God and does excellent work. And then also Awakenings Coffee House. We appreciate their support over there on the northwest corner of Overland and Five Miles. So. Well, Kevin, um, it's great to have you on the show. And like I said, we've been wanting to do this for a while, and, and now you're retired. But you, how many years, because you, you coached at both Coal Valley and Meridian Middle School. How many Correct. years did you coach total? At uh, 22 schools? between the two places. So Wow. And what sports did you coach over uh, there? Uh, at Coal Valley, I coached football, basketball, and track. Uh, my wife remarked once when we had the uh, weight room in my, our garage because <laughs> we didn't have a place on campus. And my wife said, well, you know, honey, this job's great because the first 13 months a year, you're really busy. But after that, you got lots of free time. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So 
so that that's quite a while at Cole Valley. And I know you, you were part of some state championship teams there too, right? Uh, yeah, I, uh, also was a strength and conditioning coach. <laughs> uh, and uh, I didn't coach directly on the men's basketball team the year they won the state championship, but I, I was bookend on either side. So, uh-huh. yeah. Well, that's great. And that's back when Cole Valley was uh, started off at the one A. Yeah. At, yeah. And, well, yeah, it, it's, I started coaching there when it was at the, this little church behind the, what's now the Albertson store on 36th Street. Uh-huh. <laughs> and we, we just followed it along as my kids went through school there. And uh, I ended up coaching, like I said, all, all three major sports. So. Wow, that's great. And then in Meridian Middle, you, you went from Cole Valley to Meridian Middle. How long were you there? I was there 14 years. And I coached uh, boy, girls and boys basketball, lightweight and heavyweight football and coach track and was there a different another sport you coached at, at your last year seems like there well i also I, I did a stint once as a track country track cross country track coach that's right cross country <laughs> right. yeah uh you know when, when uh, uh there was a change in the football program and uh and i went and helped with a cross country team so Wow, did that that's too, great. So. How did you, what sports did you play when you were growing up? And Oh, everything. <laughs> I played football. I played basketball. I played baseball very badly, by the way. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I couldn't hit the fastball, much less a curve. <laughs> uh, ran track, um, you know, whatever, whatever was in season, I, I participated. So. Oh, that's great. How did you get started in coaching? What was it that, that brought you to well, I, having I, a desire? I, had worked um, in high school uh, with junior high programs. Mostly, they just needed referees for flag football games, and uh, so I did that. But uh, when I started student teaching uh, at Hawthorne Elementary here in Boise, uh, the there was a guy that was the head coach for all the sports elementary, and uh, he said he needed an assistant because he we had a lot of kids. So I came along as his assistant, and then. During the winter, he was skiing, had a ski accident, uh, <laughs> broke his neck, and uh, was out for a while. And so they turned to me and said, "Well, now you are the coach." <laughs> wow! So uh, <laughs> I, I as worked as a student at, teacher. <laughs> as a student teacher, yeah. So that was 1972. So learned very fast. <laughs> wow! So the rest is history as far as your, your yeah. coaching. Because I ended up coaching uh, basketball and uh, track uh, as we do it in elementary level in Boise coach flag football so yeah and i worked there for several years before we before we moved to idaho northern idaho wow so coaching as a christian what what did what was your outlook um as you approached both coaching at the christian school and then and then transitioning to you know public school and the middle school what was that like for you as a believer in christ um well as a as a coach at a christian high school i mean obviously you could wear it front and center. Uh, and, and we did, we prayed before games, after games, during games at practice, we, we talked, we, we made character issues paramount, paramount to what we we're doing, you know, much more. So it's more important that you're a Christian who plays football than a football player who happens to be Christian. And, uh, so we, we stressed that throughout all of the stuff. Now, obviously when I moved to, um, a, middle school situation and public school, um, in my job interview, I'm sitting talking to the two principals that are interviewing me. And, and, uh, I told them, I said, you need to understand I'm not a teacher who happens to be a Christian. I'm a Christian who happens to be a teacher. And I know that you will 
have rules about proselytizing and all that, and I'll follow those, uh, you know, faithfully. But I can't hide who I am. This is who I am, <laughs> and this is how I how I will work here as as a person representing Jesus Christ. And there was some table talk between the two of them, and I thought, oh man, I'm in trouble. <laughs> I may <have> just <laughs> blown my interview. <laughs> and uh, they called me, you know, they said they gave the normal, we'll talk to you in three days, you know, and let you know. And two hours later, they called me and said, we really want you for this job. Wow. And uh, and then as I found out it was very shortly after that, that both of the people were Christians, and they were just so excited to have, uh-huh. <laughs> you know, a, a solid believer coming on staff there, so... Wow, that's cool. And I know that um, you helped get FCA started there at Meridian Middle School. Um, what was that like for you? And, and what, why, why FCA? What, and how many years was that, that? It was 10 years. 10 years. Yeah, for a while, I think we had the longest continuous huddle in, in the Treasure Valley. You know, you know, and, uh, well, you came to me and talked to me about it. And I had I'd heard of FCA, but I knew literally nothing about it. I had to figure out what the acronym meant. <laughs> and, uh, and then when you and I talked, Ken, it, it just opened great doors. You know, it just, oh, wow, this would be so cool. Especially the fact that it's student run, you know, that I, I serve as a guide and a mentor, but they're running the show. Mm-hmm. And I thought, man, that's, that's so necessary uh, for kids to start taking hold of their faith and living it out and being strong with it. Um, and so after you explained how the program worked, you know, I, I'll admit our first year was a little rough because, we, you know, the kids didn't know how to do it. I didn't know how to do it. And so I said, well, well let's learn together, figure out that, how this thing works. Yeah. So. Those are, those were some great days. I remember one time coming in and, um, we did some training together. We got the kids trained up in the fall and I remember coming in right before Christmas and I remember Savannah Comby was leading the huddle that day out of the one of the devotionals out of the FCA Bible, the Athlete right. Study Bible. And then um, she asked for a prayer request at the end. I remember that uh, Jackie showed her mom, she had just found out the night before that her mom had cancer. Right. And I remember Savannah praying for Jackie and then all those all those girls just loving on Jackie that whole year and and how you guys that huddle, those leaders that you were training up and and really nurturing and discipling there at Meridian Middle just came alongside her that, you know, and I mean, think about it. What, what would she have done had that not been there? Exactly. Yeah. It was, it was amazing. And the support they offered her was, was tremendous. I mean, you know, eighth graders aren't naturally known for their empathy. (laughs) 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 And uh, it was so amazing to watch this group of people, boys and girls, who surrounded her, supported her, prayed for her every week, prayed for her and her mom every week. And, uh, of course, the great news was that her mom was declared cancer-free um, mm. several months later. And you know. Wow. Praise God. Yeah. Amen. So, Kevin, over those years of, of leading those FCA huddles um, and having eighth graders do it, how did you identify your next year's leaders, the seventh graders that were coming up that were going to be taking over that um, – huddle and, and leading the next years? Well, I told the eight, the current class, I said, you know, I don't know these people, you know, as an eighth grade teacher only. I mean, I met some of the seventh graders as coaches, as a coach, but I didn't have them in class. I didn't have any connections with them. I said, so you have to tell me who I can look up, 
who who are the and then I would contact those people in May, yeah, and say, all right, you know, now here's what we have. This is what it's called. This is how it works. Would you like to be a part of it next year? And you know, we had really high rate of return on that. That was very effective for us. And so the kids would come in that next fall, and uh, I'd explain to them, you know, as Ken had so well trained me how to do to get them ready to understand what their role was, and then. You know, the leadership would would emerge. The kid, the kid, but we made it so that every kid had an opportunity to to be the leader for that particular day, and mm-hmm. they got to choose from the wealth of material FCA gave us, and then they came up with some really great ideas too. One one day they came in and said, uh, "We're going to have everybody uh, give us for the next two weeks their their favorite current Christian song." And we're going to play it in class, you know, uh, and then uh, we'll worship together in class. And, of course, there's always this wide spectrum of <laughs> churches and believers. <laughs> and it was truly amazing. It was like for three, it went on for three weeks. And it was like having this incredible Christian concert in the school <laughs> played up at volume 10, <laughs> roaring down the halls as well as my classroom and kids just singing and having a great time worshiping God, praising him. It was wonderful. Hmm. So with, also with that, with all your years of coaching and your experience of, of teaching at the middle school level, uh, one of the questions I have for you is really, what would you want to share with advice to the parents that uh, have the students that are in that preteen or starting out the, the middle school years of interscholastic sports and, and jumping into a middle school participation as a, as a teacher and a coach, what would you want to share with them? Uh, first of all, for the parents, have patience. <laughs> you, the, you know, your kid will grow into who they are supposed to be and let them have that opportunity. Uh, as a coach, I just cannot more strongly uh, encourage people Play every sport you can. Don't specialize. Do not specialize. There's just eighth graders in West Ada have this glorious opportunity, especially boys. They can play four sports in one year, and you're not going to get that chance again. So, boy, just (laughs) take every opportunity to play as many different sports as you can. And the truth is, if they are thinking about playing at the next level after high school, the kids that are multi-sports have a much better chance than a kid who's just focused on one sport. And you are a unique coach that coach actually all four of those sports. Yes. <laughs> so uh, along with that, what would you uh, encourage the, the new coach, the new teacher that's starting out, um, how would you encourage them to balance their, their balance of, of the teaching profession as well as the, the extracurricular component and family? Well, it's a challenge. Um, like I jokingly talk about my wife, and <laughs> I was coaching three high school sports at the same time. Um, and stayed married. Yeah, and stayed married <laughs> and stayed involved with my church. <laughs> uh, plan it. Think about it. Especially if you're married, talk about it a lot. Stay in communication with your spouse. Uh, if you're single, um, yes, that takes one thing off your plate, but you still have to balance your life. And you're hired first as a teacher, secondly as a coach, and uh, and you also have to have life outside of it. So uh, don't don't think you're going to have to throw yourself completely in this and abandon yourself to these things because 
Uh, it's a long haul. I did it for 43 years, and uh, I'm I'm very happy to say I, I, I'm still married to the same woman <laughs> and live a pretty balanced life now. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's great. Well, folks, if you're just joining us here on Heart of the Athlete, we're visiting with uh, Kevin Thenis, uh, former coach at Meridian Middle School and Coal Valley Christian here in the, the Treasure Valley. And uh, um, Kevin, I'm, I uh, always uh, like to hear about you know, from people like how they came to the Lord. What was it that that brought you to to the foot of the cross and to to surrender your life to Christ? Okay, well, I'll make a really long story short here. <laughs> uh, I was raised a pagan, okay, and uh, just virtually no Christian experience, um, and and was antagonistic towards Christians, especially in college. Uh, Where'd you go to college at? At Boise State. Okay. I'm, I'm one of the last people to actually have Boise State College on their degree because the next that was in the summer of '73. In the fall, they became university. <laughs> but uh, I met my wa- woman, who became my wife, um, and uh, you know, I kept asking her, "What's different about you?" And she goes, "Well, I'm a Christian." I said, "No, I've met you guys. You're no, there's something." And she goes, "No, it's it's Jesus who's changed my life." And I. There's got to be more to it than that. She says, no, that, that's it. Mm-hmm. Okay. And uh, she led me to a personal relationship with Christ in, in October of 73. Uh, and, um, you know, it was a, a challenge because, uh, I, I mean, I, you talk about somebody who was flipping a life 180 degrees. Um, I was. And, uh, you know, I, I would love to tell you it was just this wonderful... Uh, experience of rapture and joy at all times, but it wasn't. It was it was hard, and uh, we we didn't know how to get discipled. We didn't know we were supposed to be, and our experiences with some of the church people was not all that encouraging. <laughs> you know, um, might have been the fact that I had really long curly hair down to my shoulders. I was the first white guy at Boise State with an afro. <laughs> and uh, so I didn't look like the typical Christian person. And uh, But, you know, God in his mercy brought us into a great church uh, after we moved to northern Idaho. And uh, that those people did everything you're supposed to do, and primarily starting off with loving us no matter how we looked or how we behaved. Huh, that's great. Well, I was, uh, I was curious, do you have a, do you have like a life verse or, or maybe a passage of scripture that uh, has been like one of your mainstays uh, that the Lord has really spoke to you as a, you know, throughout your time being a coach? Because I, I think that would be some encouragement to some coaches out there that might be listening that, um, that you know, or maybe questioning, you know, it's, it's tough, you know, doing this coaching thing or, or, and, and, or this to coaching and teaching thing and, but I know you were able to to do this for a long time, like you said, and um, so I, I was just curious about that. Is there, a, you know, what what has the Lord been bringing out of His Word, you know, to you during that time? Well, this is, may sound a little trite, but it truly is the Great Commission. The emphasis on go, you know, that we're, and I look at my early Christian experience, and we were trying to find it. Okay. And what we desperately needed was someone who came to us, which Go clearly tells us that's what we're supposed to do. So you're going to go, go and make disciples. And, and it, 
you have to look at how can I impact people and couple this with Matthew uh, 25, 37, 38, 39, where it's the sheep and the goats and where we behave toward people in such a way that they see Jesus. And then those people later on say, wow, you did this for Jesus, for me. It was amazing. And, And we're going, and then the Lord comes to us and says, you, you know, and you fed me, you clothed me, you took care of me, you sought me out, you gave me a place to stay, you gave me love and warmth. And, and when did we do that? Well, when you did it to the least of these. Well, we don't know how far our ripple flows before it hits the shore. <laughs> I mean, we really don't know. And I look back at uh, my life and I, I've got Several kids who became coaches because I coached them. Wow, that's several kids who became teachers because I was their teacher and I and they saw in that what they wanted to do. And then, of course, I've worked constantly in the church all all these years as a lay pastor, most of it, and uh, encouraging and teaching people to to just do those things. And uh, that's that's really the, the the that's the foundation for me. So Kevin, when you were talking about you know your your experience, newly married and, and a new believer, and yet you were looking at and really didn't know the the need to being discipled, what would you? Um, and yet at the same time, then you share the importance of discipling um, those who are needing discipled. What? Uh, how could you touch base touch on that a little bit of just the importance of of those individuals seeking others? Yeah, and that's hard. I mean, let's be honest. That's that's hard to find if you don't know who you're looking for and why you need them. <laughs> that's a that's a pretty tough road to hoe. I mean, how do I find that person? Um, well, you have to you have to be a little bold. You have to ask. Okay, um, and then of course I'm also exhorting the church. Okay, they're out there, folks, <laughs> and we need to go find them because the, the our our word was go. Mm-hmm. Their job is to come to Christ. Well, we got to take the message to them because yeah. they're not going to hear it if we don't go. And uh, so I, I want to do. It's kind of a two-sided coin. Church, go. Okay, you people out there who are struggling, trying to find this relationship, um, praise God, somebody's coming. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it sounds like Kevin. I mean, for you. It, well, it was a calling to be a coach. It was a calling from the Lord to be a teacher. And, uh, and just as you're encouraging, like Scott was asking that question about discipleship, I mean, it's, uh, it's so important. You know, that whole Paul-Timothy relationship in the New Testament and Barnabas and, and being able to, you know, humble ourselves, ask for help, whether it's someone that's, that we're walking through things with or whether it's someone that we're we want to pour into or if we need to be mentored and discipled then like you said we got to humble ourselves and 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 ask and i mean those are good words and that's uh i think you know the lord's calling us to do that. he's calling the church today he's calling fca to do that so well kevin it's been a blessing from the lord to have you here this morning on the heart of the athlete and folks we've been uh visiting with kevin Thenis, uh and uh it just the, the legacy that God has brought through you at Meridian Middle and Coal Valley. We just, uh, I just want to say thank you from, on, on behalf of the parents and, and, and athletes that, that, that you've had as uh, both students and, and athletes. So, so thank you so much for, for pouring into the, the kids of the Treasure Valley over all these years. So thanks for being on the show this morning. Oh, well, thank you for asking. It's been a blessing to be here. 
Well, and Scott, it's been great to have you on the show, co-hosting this morning. And uh, folks, we just uh, if you're interested in more information about like what Kevin was talking about, about uh, starting a, an FCA huddle, or if your, your kids would like to get involved and, and, and really have the, be their ministry on their campus, whether it's a public school or a private school, um, you can get more information at fcaidaho.org. That's fcaidaho.org. And you can get in touch with uh, myself or Pablo Moreno or Ryan Seals there and uh, our FCA staff folks here in Southern Idaho. Well, folks, have a great day. Scott and Kevin, it's been great to have you on the show. 